When he got home, he tried to open the door quietly so not to wake Katie or the children. He quickly realized it was unnecessary as Katie embraced him with a hug. Oh, Michael, I was afraid you'd been hurt. No, I'm fine. As he started to tell her about Hans, he noticed that Patricia was sitting at the table and she had been crying. He turned to Katie. Okay, what did Sean do now? Katie gave him that this is not the time look. He left yesterday morning and has not returned. He's been away overnight before. He'll be back when he's ready. Michael was pretty sure he knew where Sean was, but telling Patricia would only hurt her, and that was something he would never do. Patricia looked up. No, there's something wrong. I, I know it. He promised me he would be back last evening, and I know he meant it. Please, Michael, you need to find him. All he wanted to do was to go to bed, but looking at both Katie and Patricia, he knew he didn't have any choice, so he turned around and headed out. He was tired, and the last thing he wanted to do was to clean up another one of Sean's messes. He started to go from one of Sean's haunts to another. As, as he started to run out of places to look, he began to worry. Then he saw Emmett. He started to turn the other way, then stopped and shifted his shoulders and took a deep breath. Emmett, have you seen Sean? Why? Who wants to know? His wife and sister, that's who. He hasn't returned home, and they're worried. Check the morgue. I heard he got killed in the right yesterday. Emmett spit as he walked past the stunned Michael. After a moment, Michael shook his head. He headed toward the church, talking to himself. Why should you believe Emmett? You know he's just lying. He probably just wanted to see your reaction, and you fell for it. John is probably at home with Katie and Prish laughing at him. Hello, Michael, my son. Hello, father. Michael paused, not sure what to say. Is there something I can help you with? Uh, yes, Father. Do you know where they are holding the bodies from yesterday's troubles? Yes. In fact, I'm headed that way. Why? Michael then explained when he, he was looking for Sean and what Emmett had told him. Then you should come with me, and on the way we'll pray that he's not there, if that be God's will. After walking for a while, they came to a warehouse, being guarded by some shoulders. They looked Michael and Father Francis over and then let them through. The smell hit Michael's nose first, then the wail of women kneeling next to the bodies of their husbands, fathers, or sons. Michael started walking past the bodies. Each body was covered by a sheet from head to toe with only the bottom of the shoes sticking out. The soles of most of the shoes were worn and more than a few had holes in them. Michael was halfway down the road when he stopped, shuddering as he looked at the shoe in front of him. The sole of the right shoe had a hole in it that looked like a beer stein. Michael re suddenly remembered Katie teasing Sean about a hole in his shoes that was shaped like a beer stein. Michael moved to the head of the body and slowly pulled the sheet down. As soon as he uncovered the eyes, he stopped. 
staring back at him were Sean's piercing green eyes. The side of his head was bashed in, and dry blood was stuck to his hair. Michael turned away, his stomach rising in his throat. Is that him, my son? said Father Francis, who had come up beside him. Yes, Father. Then we must pray for his soul and those left he left behind. Yes, Father, Michael replied, as his mind raced a hundred miles an hour, trying to think of what he was going to tell Katie and Patricia. Is there anything I can do for you? No, Father. I have to find a way to tell his wife and sister. Pray, and you will find the words. Michael left and headed home, the whole time wishing it had all been a dream. He stood outside the tenement, trying to think of a way to call Katie and Patricia, but nothing he thought of seemed adequate. Finally, he entered the building and started to walk up the stairs, pausing as he got to the door of his tenant. When he walked into his tenant and saw Katie and Patricia looking at him, all he could say was, I'm sorry, as tears started to stream down his face. Patricia put her hand to her mouth and shook her head no over and over again. Katie just stared at him for a moment. Was he shot? Michael shook his head no, and finding his voice, he explained what had happened. Patricia finally looked up. What am I going to do? Katie looked at Michael, who nodded yes. You will stay with us. Are you sure? Yes, we are certain. It is what Sean would have wanted, Katie says as she took Patricia's hand. Michael didn't know it, but that decision would affect the rest of his and Katie's life. Patricia became a rock which they both came to depend on in both good and bad times. Standing there, though, Michael was too tired to think of the future. Exhausted, he collapsed into bed while Katie and Patricia stayed up and talked. Unfortunately for Michael, Katie's question about how Sean had died and Emma's statement kept running through his mind. The more he thought, the more he sure that Sean had been murdered and that Emmett had something to do with it. He knew that Sean had hung around with Emmett and had even enlisted with him at the start of the war. However, since returning from the war, Michael had noticed that Sean had, start, had been going out of his way to avoid Emmett. Michael suspected that somehow Sean had crossed Emmett or knew something that he shouldn't and that this was what got him killed. The next day, Sean was buried in the pulpit's grave with only Katie, Michael, Patricia, and a priest attending the burial. As he stood there, Michael started to go angrier and angrier, his right hand curling into a fist as if he was getting ready to fight someone, except for there was no one to fight. Michael wasn't sure if he was angry at Emmett, who he was sure murdered Sean, or that nobody cared enough to do anything about him. He also knew that there was nothing he did would change anything, and that only increased his anger and frustration. Are you okay, Michael? Yes, sorry. Let's, let's just go home. He turned toward Patricia, who was sta still standing in front of Sean's grave. He wants some time alone with Sean. Oh, okay. He walked up and stood next to Patricia. We're heading home. Will you be okay? Yes, I just need to talk to him alone. 
Okay, Michael paused for a moment, not sure what else to say, and then awkwardly walked away. Michael brought another pallet home and laid it between Mary and Katie for Patricia. Slowly but surely, Patricia started to come out of her shell. Where before she had been mostly silent, words now poured out of her as if they had been stacked up behind a dam. A couple of weeks later, they were eating supper late one Saturday night. I want to thank you all for letting me stay with you. You've been more than paid your way. By all the help you've been. Still, I thank you. However, I feel the need to do something to help the war effort. So I've decided to train to be a nurse. Nursing is very hard work. Are you sure that's what you want to do? Yes, I'm sure. I feel the need to help those who served alongside Sean. I think I understand. I'm not sure I do, Katie said, but I will pray for you. Thank you. They ate the rest of the supper in silence, Ethan's own, his or her own thoughts.